Hey gorgeous, this is episode 205 and we have the amazing Tom Poland back on the show today. Hi, this is Tom Poland. You are listening to Heart Cells podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. While I can't wait to dive into the next episode with Tom Poland, I hope you had a chance to listen to episode 204, where Tom shared amazing advice of how to get high quality inbound new client inquiries every single week. Tom is a multiple best-selling author of the Leadsiology series, which is backed by 39 years of professional sales and marketing experience, and he really specializes on helping you to get those high quality inbound new client inquiries right into your inbox. His clients are from all around the world, currently in 29 cities and 15 time zones. But Tom live in Castaway Beach, right next to the waves in Australia. And let's tune in and let's see how we can get endless leadsiology. Well, I'm so excited you are back on the show today, Tom. Welcome. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be back again. It was fun yeah. the first time. It was so much fun. And I, I still have so many questions. So we were talking about creating your own webinar and then do webinar swaps with other people that are in alignment with what you do so that you can grow your audience, that you get qualified, amazing leads potential clients reaching out to you as inbound, not you doing all the hustle to get them into a call. Yeah. So that's where we kind of left. So I hope people did a little bit of thinking how they could do it, what they would love to talk about, who they could partner up with. And I hope that people have had a look at leadgendemo.com to get a better understanding of how the whole thing works. If you have not done that, just do it right after the podcast. Don't stop right now, listen in, because it's really important information. We're going to carry on with the conversation around how to create your PowerPoint and how to do a call of action that is not weird or sleazy or whatever negative words you can attach to them. And then uh, from there, I also want to talk to Tom about mistakes to avoid because there's so many yeah, ideas you can follow up with that don't get you anywhere besides they bring you a ton of work and they are probably huge time wasters as well. So yeah, let's, let's dive right in, Tom. What, what do we do now? Now I have somebody who wants to do a webinar swap with me. Like, yeah, and I have an idea about a topic. What do I need to do now? Well, the first thing is to come up with the title because the title is, you know, if you don't get the title right, then people won't be motivated to register for it and they won't, the ones that do that won't be motivated to attend. So the title has to be benefit rich and it has to also uh, contain specifics and it needs to be differentiated. So if, uh, you know, for, for example, I say come along and learn how to do some marketing, it's kind of ho-hum. But if I talk about, come and see how my clients in 27 cities and 15 uh, time zones are generating a weekly flow of high quality inbound leads. I've suddenly got a lot more specificity in there. It doesn't sound like what any, everyone else is offering. And so I'm more likely to get cut through and the specificity increases two things, desirability and believability. Um, but most importantly, we've got to say something different in that title that's going to get people's attention. Uh, one of my clients, for example, uh, teaches intuition. Uh, and if we just talked about 
how to tap into your intuition to create a better lifestyle, to attract the partner of your, your dreams, etc. That's okay, but it's kind of been done before. But if we talk about the direct link, uh, and I can't remember the exact words that we figured out, but between uh, sex, power, and money, and how you can unlock and enjoy more of all three through tapping into your natural feminine intuition, we've got some cut through. And it's a classic, what I call a black jelly bean title. People, you know, people love black jelly beans or they hate them, the, the, the dividers of taste. And people who like them will love them, people who don't like them will hate them. And a title like that, you know, discover the direct link between sex, power, and money, and your intuitive ability to, et cetera, et cetera. It's black jelly bean. People who like it are gonna be drawn to it magnetically, and the people who don't like it by reason of whatever, legitimate or otherwise belief systems, et cetera, they have, that's fine. So first thing is we've got to make that title benefit rich and it's got to be differentiated. Got it. What's the next step? The next thing is we need to understand that there's a broad objective with the, with the webinar, which is to have the right people reaching out to you wanting to talk about becoming a client. But there are a lot of sub-objectives in wanting to achieve that. Um, first of all, we need to make sure objective number one always the most important one is the demonstration of your ability to deliver on the promise that's inherent in the title. In other words, whatever you told them that they will benefit from in that title, generating weekly flow of high quality leads, my number one objective is to demonstrate that I'm capable of showing them how to do that. Yeah. So that somewhere in that. You should not have the title like 100x your sales in 90 days. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you can't it, show. How it works. Because even, even if I could deliver on that promise, which frankly, unless they start with one sale, I can't, um, then it's not believable. Yeah. We've got, we've got to hit in that sweet spot. We've got to hit the, 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 the sweet spot between believability and desirability. You can have something that's highly desirable, but simply not believable. Um, we could have something that's believable, like you know how to get an extra sale in the next 10 years. Yeah, I believe you could show me that, but it's not desirable. So the sweet spot between believability and desirability. Number one objective is the demonstration of your ability to deliver on the promise and the title. Um, second second uh, is, is elimination. You want to, so as soon as, as, as soon as, imagine a 100 meter track, I'm gonna explain it this way. And you can see your prospect at the start line and there's a pot of gold over the finish line. The pot of gold represents your value proposition, how you can help your client. So in this metaphor, we see the 100-meter track, we see our pot of gold, we see the prospective client at the start line, and we wonder why they're not sprinting down the track to get the pot of gold, because it's, it's incredibly beneficial. It's, and and the, the reason they're not is that the prospect has a different perspective. They see hurdles between them and the pot of gold, and the hurdles are things like cost, the hurdles are things like potential disappointment. What if I invest in this one? That doesn't work either. So we've got to remove the hurdles uh, away out of the, the hundred meter track in the, in the client's minds. But the other thing, as soon as you remove the hurdles and you show people uh, that they won't risk any money, perhaps you've got a risk reversal or a guarantee and you show them why it will actually make a difference in your life, they will consider their other options. And so off this hundred meter track, we've taken all the hurdles away, but suddenly there's detours. What if I could do this myself? What if there's someone else apart from Tom, who's presenting this webinar that I could get, the same value from, but maybe for a lesser price. So another thing we need to do is, in addition to the removal of those hurdles, the barriers in their mind that they're thinking that this may not be for them because, we've also got to ethically, rationally, 
eliminate other options they might be thinking about that aren't such attractive options. So demonstration, uh, removal of the barriers, elimination of other options, that's all got to be put into this PowerPoint uh, in a way that's interesting and engaging and that they find is valuable. Motivation is obviously another objective. We want them to, the right people to feel motivated. Uh, qualification is another objective. We want them to understand what the qualifications are for working with us. Often that's uh, a price. So, so before you speak with anyone that's reached out to you, they should know what your fees are. Uh, it should not be the last thing, and it often is in, in a consult or a strategy consult as people call them and say, oh, how much it worth? And you say it and they go, oh, gosh, I had no idea you're so expensive. And that should all be done before they make the inquiry. So they, they are, I think they're the big ones. Oh, education. So they should have, before they speak with you, before they book a time to speak with you about potentially becoming a client, they should have an education about how you work with your clients. And that's one of the beauties about doing a webinar, which is a demonstration because you've told them that you were going to show them how you work with your clients. So the only people reaching out at the end of that webinar are people who understand that you are most likely their best option, uh, that you are very different, that you have the ability to deliver on the promise and the title. They know how you work. They know your fees. So we're talking about exceedingly high, highly qualified new client inquiries. Awesome. So how, how can I let, com, coming back to your example, this, the intuitive person or the person that mm. teaches that, how can they show an example of their work? Oh, case studies are an excellent way of doing that. Um, very often they, they start, they can talk about their own experience. And in this case, how did she go from being a banker to an, a teacher of intuition? So her own story about, realizing there was this thing called intuition and learning how to tap into it and the transformations it made in her life. That can be a case study, which is obviously very personal and very powerful. Oh, um, so it's once, not actually once, demonstrating how you do it in that moment. It's more like describing how you work and what exactly it. it's yeah. yes, indeed. So f f with, with my webinars, if people go to one of those webinars, they'll see, I talk about the three elements to generate the, high quality inbound flow of new client inquiries. One is the audience. We've got to get an audience. The second is the asset. Why is the online seminar or webinar the best asset for which people can get to know about your services and the call to action. So we have the audience, the asset and the action. And so that's what I'm putting on the, the PowerPoint. I'm explaining to them why other people's networks, OPN is the best audiences because it's free and exhaustible and high quality explaining to them why the best asset to get your message out to the marketplace is a webinar because it combines the oldest, most successful marketing method in the world with speaking to groups of people with the newest marketing medium, uh, lots of benefits from there and what the best call to action is. So I'm showing them how I work with my clients, which was the promise in the title. Come along mm -hmm. and see how I work with my clients to generate weekly flow of inbound clients. So my intuition client can do exactly the same thing. You know, come along and discover how uh, my clients are realizing the direct link between power, money, and sex <laughs> by tapping into their intuition. I'll show you how I work with my clients to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, wonderful. So that's that should be doable for people. Um, is there anything else they should be including when they create craft their um, their powerpoints? Yeah. Well, I think I think we've got we've covered off the title. Um, the next thing is. We've got some P's that can structure their, their PowerPoint 
appropriately with a series of P's. One is the person, so that's about you, and a little bit about the relevant parts of your bio. And when I say relevant, the parts that support the idea that you can deliver on the promise and the title, um, which, which college you went to is probably not relevant. If you have qualifications that are outside of your current focus, they are probably not relevant. Um, yeah, so, like for so example, the only... that I love traveling is not really re relevant, no. but that I did over 80,000 cold calls and closed contracts in millions is probably right. relevant, right? Relevant, very, very relevant, <laughs> assuming you're not talking about travel blogging. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, so relevant, relevant. So that's that's around the person. So what are your experience and qualifications and, and uh, that would be that would convince people you know what you're talking about. Um, the next one is the promise. So this is a repetition of the title in a different form. And what we use for the promise is, imagine you wake up on a Monday morning and you open up your calendar, Outlook, Google, iCal, whatever, and you see five bookings from people making inquiry about working with you. And they know your fees and they're confirmed it's a good time for them to start. And they know how you work with your clients and they like that already. Um, that slice in time is what we call the promise. So we create, it's an NLP technique, you know, neuro-linguistic programming. We get the audience to imagine in one slice in time the transformation that has occurred in their life as a result of implementing the information they're about to learn. So we've got the title, we've got the person, we've got the promise, um, then we go to the proof. And we talked about case studies before, the before and after scenario of the presenter or of their clients. Um, if it's a commercial presentation, I mean, we talk about sales, we talk about the number of new client inquiries. So these are metrics. If it's not commercial, then we use case studies. Um, so that's the person, the promise, the proof, and then we go into the principles. And the principles is what almost everyone doesn't do in the webinar. What are the keys or the, the foundation principles that make this whole thing work. Before I show you the prescription, the, in my case, the, the audience, the asset and the action, I'm gonna tell you why this works so well. And the three principles are designed to give audience members three light bulb moments when they go, ah, oh, yes, of course. So one of my principles is you're not Hugh Jackman. And I tell that story about, you know, my asking my wife if Hugh Jackman knocked on the door and proposed marriage, what would you do? And she said, I'd probably run away with him. <laughs> you know, I tell that story and everyone has a little bit of a laugh and uh, I explain I probably would have gone as well, even though I'm not gay, it's Hugh Jackman, you know. Um, but it illustrates the point that we're not Hugh Jackman, it's a life goal. And I said, so that's why it doesn't work if you go to a networking meeting and you put your business cards into the hands of perfect strangers and hoping that they might reach out to you. It doesn't work because you're not Hugh Jackman, I'm sorry. So we go through three principles. You need so to happen like an attraction factor, right? It's, that's a good one, attraction factor, yeah. Um, and then we go into what I call prove it. And this is the, uh, the heart and soul of the pre presentation. So we don't just jump straight into the, this is how I do. We go through the person, the promise, the proof, the principles. And so by the time we get to prove it, which is in my case, this is how what we physically or digitally do, find the audiences, build the asset and have the call to action. People then go, that's why it's so powerful because of everything that's gone before. And finally, it's the proposal or the call to action. You finish off with, this is how you can reach out and book a time to have a chat with me. As simple as that. 
right? Simple, but not always easy to put together. But the sequence. Oh, totally. One, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the call to action, just, you know, just make that yeah. invitation. If this is for yeah. you, here's how you can reach out. Yeah. So we have, you know, what I teach my clients is give them, give them one slide on what your service looks like and the features. You know, how many times are you meeting weekly? Is it a program? Is it face-to-face? -face? Just give them one slide on that, the price point options or range of fees. Um, and then on the next slide, give them the call to action, which, which with me, it's, it's um, bookachatwithtom.com. If uh, my team's taking, it might be bookachatwithtravis.com. But it's the booking link. They can go to that page. And actually, it's a, good, it's a good thing for people to have a look at because it's something they can take away and swipe and deploy without paying me any money. They go to bookachatwithtom.com. They'll see that's the page we direct people to at the end of the webinar. And it says, this is what will happen when we meet. This is what would not happen when we meet. It won't be a sales ambush. Uh, it won't be a free idea session. Here's why it won't be a sales ambush. Here's why it won't be a free idea session. And then please check the boxes below to say you agree with the terms and conditions. You can afford to work with me. Here's the fees. The timing is good for you to start if we agree it's a good idea. And that you understand it's not just a free idea session and neither will be a sales trap. So check those boxes. Once you've checked those boxes, the booking link comes live and you can find a time in my calendar for us to have a conversation. I love that. It's so geared towards what you want to achieve to get the right people to have that conversation. And, and, and it's honest. Yes. And it's, and it's open. And it doesn't disappoint people because they don't have booked this conversational time with me hoping that I'm the answer, only to find they can't afford it. Mm. That's why I've wasted their time. I might feel frustrated with that, but that's up to me because I never did close the fees before they booked the time. So, so what, would you, what would you say when people say, well, you know, if somebody really, really wants something and that's just a perfect solution, they will find the money? I'd, I'd say sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not true. Some people are genuinely broke. Some people uh, are struggling to pay their rent or the mortgage. They, they shouldn't join my program. But, you know, they should, they should get a job maybe and, and get some financial security and then come back. Um, so... You know, I heard uh, one one person who sure her name remained nameless got marketer of the year award because and she proudly stood up and said that people were joining her mastermind group and paying seventy thousand dollars and taking a second mortgage out on the house to do that, and how proud she was that her marketing was so good that people would do it. I just about vomited. Uh, you know, this this is not something that people should be doing, and I, and I don't I don't buy for a moment. I don't believe for a moment that there are, that everyone can find the money because they can't not without putting rent payments at risk, food on the table for the family at risk. Hmm. Um, in my program, they need to be able to fund at least the two or three months payments. Uh, after that, they put it in place. It should be more than self-funding. But they need to be comfortable that they can, they can find that money, whether it's a credit card or whether it's some savings. But they shouldn't be putting the basic uh, financial needs at risk in order to join my program. I, I couldn't sleep well at night if I do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I was just thinking like for if you have like a um, discovery session and people yeah. don't know your fees, they are open to the conversation and you have a really, really good conversation. And at the end, they come to find out that, you know, it's not at a price range that they can afford. Then, I, then what? 
well, so at least they have had that, that conversation well, that helped them yeah. to to get so clear. The old, yeah, the old, the old sales paradigm is let's get them on a call. Let's get them all excited about how amazing this is. And then let's basically twist their arm and get the credit card number off them, whether they can afford it or not. Because if they say, well, I can't really afford it, then you'll say, well, what's plan B? And do you realize that we can actually get this money back by our super triple bonus and we'll give these extra things and value added, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's just arm twisting, manipulative bullshit. Mm. Well, <laughs> I, know, yeah, I think it depends how, it. You, how you do it. If you then would do the arm twister thing, yeah, that wouldn't feel good. Yeah. But the but but it's you know it's commission. I mean, I earn good money when people someone someone buys. It's like commission selling. Um, but but I also have enough leads not to feel tempted to tell someone they should be buying when I don't think they should be buying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. I totally agree. But sometimes you know when you have the conversation, you have the opportunity to talk about a payment plan or something. Well, they know they know all that information beforehand. So we, we give them the upfront fee or the payment plan fee and that's before they, they book the call. Um, I, want, I want people coming into this eyes wide open. Um, I don't want to be talking to people who really can't afford it and they're mm. mature adults. Um, you know, my, my typical client is uh, 30 years plus. So they tend to be mature adults and they can figure out whether they can afford it. I agree that some people will convince themselves they can't afford it when they actually can. I've heard people say they can't afford to fly to Europe and back, and I know they've got 10 million bucks in their bank account. Yeah. yeah. But totally hey, if they're thinking like that, it's maybe best they don't engage as a client anyway. Totally. Well, you, you, you should be clear about soul, the, your soulmate client. That's how I call them, where you are nice. really in alignment and where it's clear yeah. you will do everything. You will be so committed to help them to be successful. And at the same time, it's such an alignment that they could come over for dinner and you would be having the best time of your life. Yeah, I'm such an antisocial bastard. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> but um, look, I'll go a step further. So none of my clients pay me a cent up front. Every single one I say to them, I think I've got something that can help you. I don't want you to trust me. And they go, oh, hang on, if we're going to work with you, don't I have to trust you? And I said, well, let me ask you this. Have you heard someone else in the past perhaps say, oh, yeah, I can show you how to get new clients. Trust me, give me your money and I'll show you how it all works. And they go, yeah, I have. It was like a webinar training program or a Facebook marketing thing or a tripwire funnel BS thing or whatever else. And so you gave them the money? Yep. And what happened? Well, didn't really get much out of it. Hmm. So you, a lot of people have said to you in the past, trust me, give me your money and I'll share to get clients. So that hasn't worked well for you, has it? They go, mm, I suppose it hasn't really. I said, well, let's stop doing that. <laughs> so instead of you trusting me, I'll trust you. I'll, I'll work with you for a month. I'll turn up to meetings with you personally every single week and I'll help you implement for the whole month. I'll give you full access to every single part of our IP. I will hold nothing back. I will respond to your questions and your, your, your requests for those 30 days. You can attend meetings every single week. So I'll help you implement full access. Don't pay me a cent. If at the end of that 30 days, you believe that I'm different, that I am the real deal and what I have can actually help you and you can implement it, then yes, I'd like you to start paying, please. But whether you pay one lump sum or whether you pay every month, don't pay me anything for 30 days. 
And that's how you send a signal to someone that you're different to the others that they've worked with in the past where they've lost their money. Yeah, that's that's super powerful. So one thing, because we kind of need to wrap up, but I do yeah. have a couple more questions. One I really, really want to get to you is what was the very, very first thing you ever sold in your life? Well, I'm afraid it's not particularly sexy, but it was a ham slicing machine. Like ever, not as a kid, nothing else. Uh, like- it's the first thing I remember selling for like money was yes. I, I finished college and I thought it would be really cool to have a job with a car that was paid for by a company. So I applied for every job in the paper. We didn't have the internet back then. And I wrote off and I got a job selling catering machinery. My first day on the job, the sales manager said, I'll put this slicer in the car. This hotel wants a demonstration of this ham slicer. Put it in your car. I'll meet you there at one o'clock. So I got there at one o'clock. He wasn't there. Turns out there were two hotels by the same name in the same city. So I went into the hotel and I said, look, first day on the job, someone wants to see the slicer. Can I show you how it works? They get, yep, it looks great. We'll buy it. Walked out with the order. That was the first thing I remember selling uh, for money in my life. Yeah. Cool. So how, how did you feel? I felt like Superman. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like a, with no training, I just sold my first piece of equipment. Um, the, the reality was it was probably always going to be bought. didn't matter who walked in with the thing. It was a good machine. But And that is also the difference. You know, you, you can't just walk in somewhere and sell consulting or coaching services into a hotel. <laughs> yeah, but, but that was the first thing I saw. You were yeah. at the right, the right place at the right time with the right equipment. So that's in, awesome. in front of the right person. Exactly right. Yeah. And they had yeah. the right budget. So uh, my sales manager thought I was, was pretty good also. And um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good start for a new job. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Awesome. So two minutes. What? need people to avoid when they go on their lead? Anything they don't, any, anything they in, instinctively, inherently don't want to do. Uh, my, my, you know, I've been doing this for over 40 years now. By my estimate, 97% of marketing, if it's failed for one simple reason, is that the person doesn't want to do that sort of marketing. So if you don't like the idea of stalking people on LinkedIn, don't do it because you won't stick at it. If you don't like the idea of complicated online funnels with tripwires and autoresponders and those charts that people show you with all the different, you know, arrows and things you d- that just freaks you out, don't do it because you, you'll either never start it or if you start it, you won't keep doing it. So number one tip I can give anyone is find a marketing medium that you actually want to do because then you'll do it. And you may not do it very well to start with, but because you want to do it, you'll keep doing it and you'll get better at it. Um, and virtually all my clients like presenting to groups of people. So, you know, we just show them how to do that very effectively. Wonderful. Thank you so, so much for, again, this wonderful episode. People can get a really good demonstration at leadgendemo.com. And I highly recommend you to hop on over there and check that out. And all the links that lead to Tom will be on the show notes page, including the show notes and the transcript and the wonderful resources. So thank you so, so much for yeah, investing your time with us today to teach us about amazing lead generation. Thanks for the opportunity, Christine. It's been fun. Cheers. Thank you. 
What an amazing episode. So if you have listened to episode 204 and 205, you basically have Tom's system of how you create webinars, partner up with people, how you do a call to action, all the mistakes you need to avoid. And I think that's very generous of him sharing all of this knowledge. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and Tom's episodes 204 and 205 with all the show notes, the key points, the takeaways, the resources, and also the transcripts transcripts so you can get really what you need at your fingertips to put this system into action. All the links to connect with Tom are there as well. And once you're over there, make sure you sign up for the empowerment notes. That's empowerment right into your inbox where I not only share amazing ideas, tips, empowerment, but also where you get an update on Heart Sales Podcast, where you are invited to amazing opportunities. And yeah, where I do share content that I usually do not share on social media. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and enjoy the page. Looking forward for you to tune into the next episode with another amazing guest where we are going to talk about planning, which is so crucial for every business as well. So I hope you are tuning in for right now. I am wishing you a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world and bye for now. Mm -hmm.